Welcome to Hop the Props. Back at it again. Episode two. Chuck, how are you? On another Wednesday evening. Fantastic out. I'm feeling great. Back at it. I I would like to throw in there that I'm actually not in my home today. I'm I'm down in the uh, the Florida. Lovely state. Nice and warm. Playing golf on Saturday. Can't get much better than that. Wow. In November. I know, dude. It's it's fantastic. I'm really enjoying myself down here. Um, but okay. couldn't couldn't let couldn't stop it from hop the props, man. Got to keep <laughs> hop the props rolling, no matter where you are. We got to so, keep it updated. Yeah. So what are we what are we starting with today? On uh, well, uh, let's just one... let's recap the week. Let's just let's just go back to to Thursday since we since we do, last talked. Do we have to go. Back? I don't want to go back to Thursday. Chuck. <laughs> Thursday was <Bro>. dark. <laughs> Thursday was a dark day for. For anybody Wait, who so listened wait. to our first episode, now this is our first time, you know, giving you know professional amateur advice yeah. out um, for betting. Um, I started my betting advice giving career over six. And you realize, like, this is what we like started the show with, right? So this is the first thing we talked about, the first like props, the first bets that we gave. So. I understand last episode was a little long and that might have been some 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 people might have only heard your 0 for 6 props. I so I'm I'm scared. <laughs> I'm I'm afraid we lost a lot of our 25 viewers based on that. Please I mean, I'm just going to read off the bets right now. Uh Teddy Bridgewater over passing yards, wrong. Todd Gurley over y- rushing yards, wrong. Robbie Anderson over receiving yards, wrong. DJ Moore over receiving yards, wrong. I think I said that I think Caroline would win. Wrong. Um, oh, Teddy Bridgewater under 13 and a half yards. Wrong. I, everything was wrong about that game. I mean, I, I know I have some reasons to why they were wrong, but I mean, still, it was a rough start. So first off, Teddy Bridgewater got injured like halfway through that game. I mean, he came back in the game, but you could still, he was still, he was still hurting. Um, he threw that pick at the end of the game, which is honestly just a terrible throw. Um, and the the weather actually um, created a bigger impact than I thought it would. Um, yeah, it, was it was pretty windy and pretty rainy. And then I, because I had checked the forecast, and it, it only said forty percent chance of rain. So I was feeling pretty optimistic, but that kind of just slapped me in the face. Um, and then Gurley was injured for half of that game. He kept coming in and out because if you would have kept running the ball. Except uh, instead of their other running back, who I forget his name, but he yeah, had, their other running back had yeah he had like sixteen or seventeen carries, so they were running the ball. Uh, but Gurley just kept he was holding his knee for half the game, and then Anderson and, and Moore just didn't exceed it because Moore didn't have a catch until the fourth quarter. <laughs> and I was I was watching this game and I'm like, God damn it! Um, and then Bridgewater broke off too. You know, runs that I didn't think he would. Well, um, but the, the what was that? The, what you fal- the Falcons' defensive line played a lot better than you than you thought. It that, messed up your Chuck, strategy. That, that is my point. That is that is what I'm getting to in the end. Is that the Falcons' D line created a lot of problems that I did not see them creating, yeah. and that leads me to my final point about this game. Is that with their new under their new coaching, who the guy who got like promoted, I don't know his name, uh, promoted after their head coach got fired. Yeah. Um, they have been a rather different team they've been getting pressure on the quarterback i thought it was like just like a one or two game one game um sample size but then after this game i'm starting to think that the falcons might be playing a little different than the the history has than that so i would i would now caution anybody who is going to bet 
for the Falcons against the Falcons or player prop with and against the Falcons because I I don't know what's going on in that organization on the field and I feel like it might be pretty hard to predict for next week and the week out like the next two games that they play crazy to think that they hired Dan Quinn because of his ability to coach defense and then they fire him and their defense gets better I'm shocked again one of the things I'm like I don't see this happening and it, it did and again started 0 for 5 Yep. Impressive, I know. I'm gifted. Um, you want you want to say anything else about the game, or can we please move on? Because this is hurting me looking back at it. <laughs> okay, we can stop. We can stop. But I mean, we can go to Friday where you were just wrong again. So wrong again, Chuck. I I, I texted you this night. I think I think you're out at a Halloween party. Yep. You know, living it up, drinking a couple <laughs> couple brews. I don't know what you're doing, but I know I texted you, and I said I'm quitting sports betting. <laughs> I was so mad. Minnesota started this game down fourteen to nothing against yeah, Maryland. It was early. You were you were reacting a little early because I was looking at the box score. This game was crazy. I didn't watch it obviously, oh, but I watched it because I it was wild. I was at the gym and I I do a set and then I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna watch the game. I, I was watching it at the gym. Like and some people listen to music, they listen to emo music in the mic. I'm watching Maryland beat Minnesota. That got me angry enough to go to the gym. There you go. Yeah. So. But yeah, so watching the game, I'm gonna pull up the box score here so I can give the, you know, yeah, like correct numbers. Twenty-one to seven, the first, and then Minnesota came back and kind of made it close before halftime, and then went up yeah, a lot. I and think then they blew scored twenty-eight points in the in the second quarter. Like yeah, it you'll was have to pull it up. It, it, was, was, it was crazy. It was a super game. back and forth game. And then of Let's course see. it comes okay. down to. Did it, was it in overtime or they just they just missed a? Oh, it, a, it was in overtime. We'll get to that. A so. point after touchdown in overtime. Jeez. Okay, yeah. So twenty-one-seven Maryland after the first quarter. Then Minnesota scores thirty-one unanswered points wow. in the second and third quarter. Yeah, to go up what? Yeah. A lot. So, and I'd I'd also like to point out that there was a point in this game where, in the third quarter, Minnesota was up by seventeen. Yeah. Exactly. I had him. I had him winning by eighteen or eighteen and a half. So mm-hmm. I needed. I all I needed was another field goal, and I was, like, I was oh, feeling so good. Close. Thirty-eight to twenty-one. Left. Yeah. Confidence. I was like, you know what? You know what? You're right. They started terrible. Their defense looks like Swiss cheese. There's so many holes in it, but I was like, Maryland's terrible, so they won't win. And then next thing you know, touchdown. Thirteen minutes left. Field goal. Seven minutes left. Touchdown. Three minutes left. It's tied, Chuck. Tied. There you go. Maryland. Maryland put up 38 points in regulation against Minnesota's defense. Well, and I'll get to the, my feelings about Minnesota's defense in a little bit. This is the but same then, Maryland team that scored three points the first week against Northwestern. Maybe Northwestern is a college football playoff team, and I just don't know it. Wow. But take. that could be a hot take. <laughs> that is a hot take. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, but, so then, overtime. Maryland scores first. Minnesota scores. Shocker, because both defenses suck. And then I got to tell you, Minnesota kicker lining up for the extra point. I was watching him, and the way he was lining up, and I was like, I think this kick's going to get blocked. <laughs> and I saw that I saw this guy in Maryland kind of on the edge, like he was kind of itching. Like he wasn't offsides, but he was like jumping. And I was like, they might, I don't think he's going to make this kick. Well, Snap, hold, kick. They didn't block it, but he missed the extra point. And I just sat there on my couch. At my home, at about eleven thirty at night on a Friday night, I was in complete shock. <laughs> well, not really. I mean, you saw it coming. 
the extra point at least. I mean, I saw, I saw it, but I, I didn't think I'd be right. <laughs> I was 0 for 6 already. Not that you could bet on oh, that. Or, but, yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. But that, that. that game, I mean, I'm looking back, and I, I do think it's an anomaly. I don't think if they played again that Maryland would win. I think if they played again, Minnesota would win by 20 yeah. or 15. Yeah. Um, I think it was one of those, you know, perfectly upset, you know, things that happen. But Minnesota is terrible. Like their defense, their yeah. defense, their defense is horrible. It's two weeks in a row, they're so bad. And I was thinking, it's like, oh, maybe Michigan's offense is that is good, nope. but they're not. And then after this game, I was looking at the Michigan Michigan State game, and I'm like, they're not going to cover. 25. I'm not sure if Michigan's going to cover that game, yeah. twenty five, or like even lot. win that game because yeah. I was like, if Minnesota. Beat, lost to Maryland. Like I, I'm not so confident in Michigan anymore. Proves that I was. I mean, I didn't bet on it because I wasn't super confident. In it, but I was, you know, it was, it was in the back of my mind. Yeah, and that game uh-huh. made me think Michigan was was legit, and I was wrong. I guess it's just Minnesota. Yeah, it's more about Minnesota than yeah. Michigan. The the other thing that I want to point out about Minnesota, this is more just I think this is bad coaching, but they threw the ball 15 I times. I saw that. I was going to bring that up. He, was, he threw it four times in the first yeah. half. <laughs> he, he finished 10 for 15 for 189 yards and one touchdown. Like, I just didn't understand. I was like, is that, is that line real? Like The, thing that, that, the thing that I don't understand is that in their last two possessions, they just ran the ball. Like, yeah. their running back had 41 carries. For 200 yards. For, for 200 yards and four touchdowns. Those four touchdowns came in the first half. Most of those yards came in the first half. If I was P.J. Fleck, I would have ran in the first half, which they did, and they were up by, what, 21 or 14? They were up by 14. I would have thrown it in the second half. Yeah, they were probably stacking the box, right? I mean, Yeah, in the first half, I think it was three for four for, like, 80 yards. <laughs> That's crazy. And I'm like, okay, if you're three for four for 80 yards, throw the ball. Do they? The Vikings do the same thing. Do they just not like to throw the ball in Minnesota? Like, Dude, that's I, the thing I don't understand. Don't do? But the, the, the other thing is the play calling. I was watching the play calling. All they ran was that stupid half-read option to the running back, which got stuffed in the last couple of drives, and they kept running slants. And they threw an occasional deep ball, but it was all slants. And I'm yeah. like, run something else. It's just the most basic playbook. Yeah, it was, it was Morgan to Bateman slant every time and Bateman only had five catches for 62 yards I mean he had a long, he had a 28 yard catch but that was it their longest catch was 39 yards that was half of Tanner's but completions though they were throwing 15 yard 20 yard passes all day long it wasn't like they were throwing little dump offs so that's why I was like this play calling just terrible um and then Maryland's running back ran all I'd like to point out that uh Funk is his last name Funk and he's a white guy I was shocked that their running back ran for 221 yards. I was like, wow. okay. Because I think he ran for 80 in the last game, which, I mean, isn't bad. But, I mean, college football, everything's kind of inflated. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, no. He ran for uh, last year. Last year, he only had 17 carries for 173 yards. 17 carries for 173 yards last year. That's pretty good. He has already surpassed that this year. He has 256 wow. yards. Yeah. So, I mean, he ran for 50 yards last week. But, yeah, this game – Kind of pissed me off, but at the same time, like at the end of the game when I knew I wasn't going to win, I, like my bet, I was like, I kind of want Maryland to win, and they did. Yeah. So I mean, it made me happy a little bit inside. Um, I still cried a little poor, bit. Poor but I was okay. What happened? They're so, so good last year. Yeah. You got anything else on that game, or anything um, else on Friday? No, I don't think there was 
There was too much else on Friday. That was, yeah, that was like the only game. Yeah. Um, um, you finally turned it around on Saturday. You got something right. Saturday. <sighs> Thank you. I'm glad you, glad you talked about it. That was much better. Our boys. Cincinnati. Um, How about them Bears? My boys. I love my boys from Cincinnati after Man, that win. So I, was, I was watching that game pretty closely. And, dude, they just absolutely obliterated Memphis in the second half. Yeah. At halftime, I was a little, little nervous because I had looked at um, – Memphis's past games, and they—I think they had scored in the third quarter, um, in every game that, you, that year so yeah. far. So like they, they were pretty good in the third quarter that I th- I thought. Um, so I was like, oh, I hope because like, they were only up by I think ten in the third quarter. Like it was a close game at halftime. Really, yeah. It wasn't like it was a blowout by any means, but dude, Cincinnati's defense came alive, and they they held in the first half. Memphis only had, I think, 120 yards passing or something, and it, 90 of them was on one play. Mm. Just one big play. They should have been shut out in the first half. Yeah. But, but yeah, we threw, we threw, you threw the spread on that one, right? I just, yeah, threw I, I laid the, I mean, it was only seven points or six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but man, they look really good. I mean, between the defense and that's two games in a row, they've gone over 40 points. Yeah, dude, their their um, their offense is running too. Yeah, I mean, Ritter had Ritter threw for two hundred and seventy one yards and three touchdowns. Their lead rusher, um, I don't know his first name, his last name is Ford. He had nine carries, nine yeah. for one hundred and eighteen yards and two touchdowns. Well, how about how about this one? Desmond Ritter had the same amount of incompletions as he did total touchdowns in that game. Chuck, that is a great stat. I love you know five I have a stat I do enjoy five these stats. Touchdowns. How about that? Wow. This guy I like is that. balling out. I mean, I know Memphis's defense, we talked about it last week. Literally the worst in the NCAA, but... Oh. Yeah, this this defense was terrible, and it, it showed pretty pretty bad. I mean, that's, that's um, two games in a row. They're, they're playing decent teams and just blowing them out. Yeah, and then, I mean, we'll get to this one in our second podcast on Friday when we talk about, you know, the games over the weekend, but yeah. I, I do like them to cover against Houston. Playing Houston. I think that... They got, I think it's like 13 and a half, too, and I still like it. Okay. Because Houston, Houston yeah. is just the worst I mean, version just, of SMU and Memphis to do. But and they're blowing we'll get into that later. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll throw the stats out yeah. there. We'll throw the numbers for all the listeners. So another crazy undefeated team that you were all over this weekend was Coastal Carolina. How about the shots? Dude, that made me so happy to watch. I mean, the only thing that made me sad is that I didn't, like, bet more on it. Because well, I mean, that, that after all was what, like terrible, a couple points? Like three, dude. That and was then they won by wild. fifty. Hold on, I'm I'm pulling up the um like, the stat I, card right now because it was it been was a, crazy on upset alert, and then they go and just win by fifty. Yeah, because I think the spread was only three and a half. That's what I said. Yeah, the spread was tiny. Like they were like, okay, this this might be a, this might be where they lose. Yeah, and it was at Georgia State too, and like Georgia State isn't great right they're georgia state they yeah, were two and two coming and you gotta this think game. coastal's gonna lose eventually but to some yeah but was, i i just didn't see it yeah. in this game like because yeah. coastal mccall was back he missed last game okay. he's one of the top passers in the league right now and nothing about georgia state's team had you know gave me any indication that they coastal was going to slow down especially because i think i think i mentioned last week georgia state was like 80th or 90th in like defense overall and coastal was a lot higher um, so I, I just didn't see Coastal slowing down. But I just want to know a little thing about Coastal's defense here. Um, the quarterback for Georgia State was 6 for 10 for 30 yards and a pick. <laughs> Do they just, like, run the ball forever? 
their lead rusher had 56 yards. Wow. This team did not move the ball. And I was I was watching on GameCast because, you know, not many Coastal Carolina versus Georgia State games are televised. Yeah. And they had a total of – they had 106 yards of offense, 30 yards passing, and 76 total yards of rushing. Wow. Coastal had 530. Yeah. So this was an abysmal game if you're a Georgia State fan. But if you're a coastal better like myself, um, parlayed with Cincinnati, you were feeling splendidly, splendid <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon. So that made up for all my poor bets before. And there you go. I, I actually that was my that was the bet where I threw the most money on it. So I'm glad that one hit. Yeah, you needed that one. You needed that bounce back. Yeah, yeah. So I I felt good there. And then all you, you talk about all your games because some of some of your games were were good calls, and then the other ones were little surprises and. Talk about Clemson a little bit too. Yeah, wow. well, that uh, game was a little close. Okay, we can start with Clemson. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a couple money line favorites. I know you know I looked at Ohio State and Oklahoma and Notre Dame, and they all they all seemed to take care of business pretty easily. But uh, Clemson really didn't. Um, defense looked shaky in the first half. I, you know, as a Clemson guy, obviously I was watching the whole game, scared out of my mind. Um, but we just couldn't stop Boston College in the first half at all. And then, um, of course, ETN had that fumble on the one-yard line. That was a 14-point swing because they took that all the way back. I watched that replay, and I, was, I couldn't believe it. That happened in the, um, yeah. the Rams-Dolphins game, too. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's just a huge play whenever that happens. <laughs> so you're, like, on yeah. the goal line and 14-point like swing right away. Um, but we turned it around. You know, Boston College didn't score in the second half. Um, we started making less mistakes. We had a lot of just dumb penalties, I think. Uh. Two interceptions were called back because of roughing the passer penalties. Um, you know, the, the ETN fumble. So just a, just a couple things that, that made it close. But at the end of the day, they, they took care of business and uh, helped my bet out. Um, and that parlay was kept kept alive by, by Clemson and then Oklahoma and then Ohio State and then Notre Dame. And Cincinnati had all those. I just, I just have a quick question here. Yeah. How, how do you pronounce the last name of your quarterback? All right, so I wasn't sure, and then I listened to the announcers very carefully the entire game, and I still don't know. So I'm just rolling. We should just call him the big U. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about him more later. Um, Actually, can we call him ukulele? That's, that's what I was about to say. I just call him DJ okay. or I go DJ ukulele. Uh, it's just, I like that. It sounds I like good. That. I kind of like it. I, I don't know if he likes it. I hope he does. Cause... I hope he listens to us. That'd be a win. You know, ukulele I can reach out to him on this. Instagram. I really love, like his Instagram handle. Ukulele. His Instagram handle, it's is, it's Shaboy DJ, and I just think that's pretty cool. So maybe it's Shaboy. <laughs> no, just DJ. I'm sure no, he's. Okay. I'm sure he's packed. We'll stick with. We'll, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's right, a we'll, big deal. We'll, we'll either go. With, we'll call him DJ or ukulele and future reference. But yes, continue with the parlay. Um. Yeah. So I, I had everything right going into the night, and then I had UNC. That was one of my favorite bets of the week. I was telling everybody. I, I remember. I even I threw a little bit on it UNC. myself. UNC. I loved them. Uh, minus six and a half against the UVA team. That I don't thought. I didn't think it was very good, but man, UCA, UCA, UNC's defense is awful. They they made Brendan Armstrong, who I thought literally couldn't throw the ball, look like an absolute beast. Like dropped forty five <laughs> on them, and I'm just like. I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. That's that's all I got. I yeah, thought UNC I mean, was pretty I, but good. But I mean, and... I was with you on that one. Um, I mean, they... I don't know. 
North Carolina's offense, I feel like the same thing happened in Florida, at Florida State. Like, they started a little slow. Um, they didn't really start slow in this game. Like, this game was pretty, yeah, was, you know, pretty even the entire way. The whole game, um, except yeah. they were kind of down by a lot. They were down by 21 in the third quarter. Oh, yeah, uh, but, like, the first half, they didn't necessarily start slow. Like, Sam Howell, I'm looking at it right now, threw for 443 yards yeah. and four TDs. I mean, he's, not the, game. he's not the problem. He's he's very good quarterback, and I just feel like yeah. they should be better than they are. They should win those games against lesser SEC, ACC talent. Excuse me. Yeah, I just, I, I'm 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 UNC to me. They were definitely overrated at the beginning of the year. Like I, they were ranked yeah, five. I mean, at one they got up like, to like fifth, and that's crazy. But I mean, I don't know. They shouldn't. They shouldn't lose to UVA. No, exactly my point. Or like, Florida State. They were they were overrated, but they should not have lost this game. They should still um, be undefeated. They should have been undefeated until they played Notre Dame, and then I get that you lose to Notre Dame. Yeah, they gave up 210 yards on the ground and 208 passing. But I mean, I'm, I'm still looking. You just shouldn't. You should not have lost this game. Yeah. Um, this is this is kind of like one of the ones. This is like the this is your version of Maryland Minnesota. Yeah, like if you like it's one around. of those where if you would have played this game 90 times, you would have been right. Probably 87 of them. Yeah. But this is just one of those three. Of course, just had to, to ruin my parlay. Uh, yeah, that that hurt too. I was I felt for you. Um. But we bounced back. Hey, the Jaeger bomb. I mean, Arkansas didn't win, but they covered. They did That's the Jaeger bad. bomb. I mean, if, if anybody I, if anybody took my advice and said Arkansas plus the points, they would have been they would have been pretty happy with me. Dude, Jager I bomb just threw the house on it. To be honest, I got through a couple bucks on it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, sh- I should have thrown the house like my entire bank account. Right, OG, I, OG I, I, I loved the Jaeger bomb. I took one with you last week. And I'm excited to take another one on Friday when we talk about yeah, the games of the weekend. We're so going again. Everybody, uh, make sure to tune in. I'm already Friday. been thinking about my Jaeger bomb for this week, but we'll we'll save that. Um, yeah, save. Don't anyways, don't don't let it out too early. You don't want to take too many bombs. I'm still, you end up on the floor dead. I'm still loving Arkansas. They couldn't stop Kellen Mond. They had a couple missed field goals, so the game was even closer than the score indicated. I think it was 42-31 was the final. Dude, but, field goals like. Until I started sports betting, I didn't understand the importance of missed field goals when you're down 13, you know, yeah. 18 points. They are <laughs> crucial to spreads. Every, every point counts. It does. No it really does. Um, they were able to hang on, just keep moving the ball with Felipe Franks. Um, good team. I think they can I think they can win against some, some lesser SEC opponents, but I guess Texas A&M is, is still a, a pretty good offense um, and tough to stop because Arkansas certainly had a tough time with them. Yeah, I definitely do not think that our, uh, Texas A&M is, uh, what are they, sixth right now? Yeah, or, or seventh. seventh? I think there's some, there's somewhere up there. Six. I don't think yeah. they're a top 10 team. I think they're a top 15. Yeah. Um, they're just, they have too many games. Like, if you're a top 10 team, you should beat Arkansas by at least 20 points. Yeah, I mean, you saw what, you what, just should. what Oklahoma did to Texas Tech. I feel like that was kind of a similar situation, and Oklahoma looked a lot better than yeah. A&M did. So, but yeah, we'll we'll see how it plays out. But yeah, I love the Jaeger bomb. Great play. It was sweet when it went down. It was it was great. Loved it. Take the cover there. Um, (laughs) Do you have any crazy takeaways from Saturday? I mean, is it? I don't know. It's kind of a crazy day. Um, my my craziest takeaway is is got to be my boys from from Ohio, Cincinnati, baby. Those those guys. I mean, granted, they're playing in the American, and I. This is when I just wish, like, out-of-conference games weren't canceled. Because I think it was last year Cincinnati played Ohio State. 
Oh. And they lost like 50 to zero or yeah. 40. It was a that would be such like, an interesting game this year. Yeah. But like if they played this year, granted, yeah. Ohio State would definitely win. Yeah. But, but it would be, it would be a good game. Yeah. And I'd probably, I mean, they'd probably give them, you know, 14 points. I, th- I think it would be a one possession game. Um, and that's, that's probably my, the hottest take you'll hear from me in college football. But I do like Cincinnati. Their defense is legit. Their offense can put up points if they have to. Like if, if their defense breaks down one game, they're very capable of putting up 40 points. They've just done it two straight games. Yeah. So that's that's my biggest takeaway. And I, look for them if Notre Dame loses to Clemson, Clemson which I think they will. I, I kind of like them in the fourth spot a little bit. Even Georgia might there? lose again. I like him in the fourth spot, Chuck. Would think that's crazy. I mean, I, I'm I'm on the I'm all aboard the Bearcat bandwagon with you right now. Bearcat bandwagon. Bearcat. I think that's. I'll take you to the props. I think that is Hop the Props' squad right now. Is the Cincinnati Bearcats, <laughs> which is probably going to come back. We should be sponsored to, by Cincinnati Bearcat football. We are probably going to come back to right bite now. us in the ass when they just like get demolished <laughs> by Houston Washington this weekend or something. Yeah, they're just going to get killed game. this weekend. Now that yeah. we now that we're on the bandwagon, but but no, I mean, like I said last week, I mean, I'm I'm struggling to figure out who that fourth team is. I don't think they stand a chance anyways, so it doesn't really matter. But it is an interesting battle because it's it's really just a toss up. Is it Georgia? Is it Cincinnati? Is it someone from the Big Twelve? Someone from the Pac twelve, who's starting this week? That's exciting, by the way. Pac twelve. Yeah, the Pac twelve is start. I just I don't know. It's hard for me to get behind a team that's only going to play six games and put them in there. Yeah, I mean they don't. You know, you you're telling that team to go up against Clemson about after like yeah. six Pac twelve games. It's like yeah, because oh, good, good luck with that. Playing games is important. Like you're gonna play better especially your fifth with, game especially than your second game. Fresh, you know, half, you know, twenty freshmen on on a squad. Exactly. But the the other the other takeaway that I have is that about the Big Twelve. I know you had the hot. You were questioning last week, right? Like, is Oklahoma State the team? Yep. Oh, Clearly, they are not because they did lose. So um, ooh, we can talk about that game. Yeah, let's let's talk about this because oh, I have I have my my thoughts. Oklahoma State is more talented than Texas. They have all the players. They turned the ball over five times to Texas's zero turnovers, and it went to overtime. Oklahoma State should have won that. They, all they had to do was take care of the football, and they would have won that game by like 10 points. Um, so that was just frustrating. I was watching Spencer Sanders. I hadn't watched Oklahoma State this year, to be fair, and here I am last week saying that they'll, they'll win the Big 12, so I guess that's a little bad on my part. But Spencer Sanders is talented, but he slings the ball. He, you know, he just just doesn't care. He made some throws where I was just like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah. so, Ellinger only threw for 170 yards. No, I mean, Oklahoma State's defense 41 is, points. is good. It, it's, it was all the turn, that 100% turnover was the yeah. only reason about that game. Yeah, my, my take on the Big 12 is I think I think Oklahoma is going to end up atop of the Big 12. Now, they're not, obviously not going to oh, make yeah. the college football playoff. No, but that, that was they've, my they've been playing better. Spencer Rattler's been playing better. He's been making better decisions with the football. Because uh, he started, he was throwing some some very questionable passes the first couple of games. I mean, he's a true freshman, so what do you expect? Um, yeah. But I do I do like Oklahoma. I think they will, I think their offense will beat Oklahoma State when they play. Yeah. Um, and I I think that they're the, I don't like Iowa State. I don't think Brock Purdy nope. can lead a team yeah. to win the Big Twelve. 
I don't think Texas is. I think Texas is going to lose to somebody really random in the next two weeks. Yep. Like, I think they will lose one of their next two games. Yeah, they got West Virginia um, this weekend. It's going to be a good game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I like Tech. And then my other my other take is kind of a longer take is I, I kind of like Coastal to go undefeated and win their bowl game as well. Yeah. Well, all right. So if they if they go undefeated, they're probably in a, in a pretty big bowl game then. Yeah, I mean, big for that. I mean, they won't be in a New Year's Six or anything, but they'll be in a yeah. you know a respectable bowl game, and I I think they'll they will win that game because they'll probably play a mid major uh, you know, uh, or like a mid team. mid SEC team. That's yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Like Auburn like, or something like that. Yeah, or somebody kind of like that. Um, and I like we talked about last week that every in the middle of the SEC is just kind of a mess. Yeah. Also, that Auburn LSU game. <laughs> Dude, again, LSU's defense. Oh my god. They're terrible. <laughs> and I, I know last week I said that I'm like, I don't think Auburn is capable of scoring that many points. Yeah. I guess I was, this defense. Apparently was, LSU's defense just did not that bad. want to play football. And they only put up three points too, which is shocking. Because I know Auburn's defense is not that good. Yeah, they're they're okay, but they're okay, but they're not holding the LSU to three well, points. Well yeah, especially you know? You, you know, you're saying that freshman quarterback was kind of bringing a spark, but I guess I guess not. Yeah, so I don't know. That game confused. The, dude, the middle of the SEC, for yeah, anybody listening, do not bet on the middle of the Except SEC. Except for Arkansas. We like Arkansas here. Except for Arkansas. We Jager do like Bond. Arkansas against the spread. They are fantastic. We support them, but <laughs> we're riding them to the promised land. But everyone else in the SEC, unless it's Bama, Georgia. Oh, the other game I want to talk about, this is one that I missed. I should have I should have researched it up because I, I didn't. It was Georgia-Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky's defense has been fantastic. Yeah, the under this year. was juicy on that one. They, they lead the league in pick sixes. I think they have like four. Wow. And like they're deep, they kept again they kept Mississippi State to like two points. Yeah. But that's it. Or like so. But it, again, it's Mississippi State. And um, I mean, I'm gonna pull up who they played here because they, their defense has kept them in a lot of games because their offense it's kind of like Virginia's. They don't really throw the ball that well. Um. They rely heavily on the yep. run, yep. and yep. they are two they and four, so they're not great. But they they did lose to Ole Miss forty two to forty one earlier in the year. Um, that was their second game. They lost to Auburn, the game of twenty nine. They lost to Ole Miss, game of forty two. Then they've given up in consecutive games to Mississippi State, Tennessee, Mizzou, and Georgia two points, seven points, ten points, and three points. Wow. And when I was looking at this game, like right when it started, I was like. I looked at the over under and I think it was like, like fifty or something, and I was like, "Oh, that's like that's an under right there. Yeah. That is an under bet because Georgia's offense. Oh, yeah. I feel like they, they play well some games, but against I don't like Georgia's offense at all. Yeah, not not like that. And I knew Kentucky wouldn't score a lot of points. Like this game would have to be a low scoring game. And it was. There was one touchdown in the third quarter, one touchdown in the first, and that was it. And it was a field goal. Yeah, what a garbage game. So that that was the one that I definitely missed. I should have should have looked deeper into that one. Um, if you're gonna bet the middle of the SEC, I'd just go over unders. I wouldn't even touch the lines Kentucky's. or even money lines are too skeptical now. Over on LSU games just because of the other team, and then unders on Kentucky. Yes, yes, those are those are our takeaways. <laughs> you got any other you got any other college football ones? Uh, you were all over my Oklahoma take. I had it. I have it written down right here. Oklahoma is going to win out. Yep, I like that. Yep, I like so that a they, lot. They've won three in a row um, after the, the sloppy one and two start with, you know, maybe it was um, Spencer Rattler kind of getting his getting his feet wet. Um, they got a couple 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 tough games coming up. Um, they got they got to go to Oklahoma State and to West Virginia. 
Or, yeah, West Virginia looked good against Kansas State, but again, can't again middle of the I Big like Twelve. I like West Virginia. Right? Yeah, they're, they're not bad. Um, we'll talk about them. I think I like them against Texas this week. Um, okay. Kind of m- messing with the the middle of the Big Twelve again, which is my like favorite. Dangerous, thing dangerous. It's like walking a tightrope oh, over a volcano. I, just, I can't resist myself. Um, but my other takeaway, and I hinted at this a little bit earlier, DJ Ukulele, our boy, Shaboy. DJ is pretty much as good as Trevor Lawrence. That is my that is my hot take. He's inexperienced, yes, but he has just as much talent. I don't think we lose out on that much starting DJ over Trevor. Thoughts? You're giving me just weird face. You look skeptical. I, I'm a little skeptical. <laughs> I mean, just, I, we're well, talking I about think, Trevor Lawrence. I do think so. his talent is there. Like, I think his talent is as good as Trevor's. But like, are you saying that like if you were to play him, like if you no, sat I Trevor, wouldn't, the rest I wouldn't of the play game. Trevor or I wouldn't play DJ over Trevor at all. But I'm just saying like no. But are you saying that you guys would win a national championship this year with DJ? I think we could. Okay, I think, I think I your think chances are severely lowered. All right. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that at the end. We'll wrap up with that. All right, we'll get back to that. Um, yeah. All right, so that, I mean, that's my that's my big. You know, I gotta cu- I gotta drop a couple spicy ones in there. I gotta keep the people in. You, you gotta throw some spicy ones. I mean, Plus, I know that's, I was those like, are your boys. Those are your boys. I was dead wrong last week. I said Oklahoma State and Michigan, and they, then they both just you know went and lost. So who knows? Clemson and Oklahoma will probably go and lose this week. So. Well, I hope I kind of want Oklahoma to win out. So I hope that doesn't well, happen. Yeah, that was your take too. So maybe we'll both be right. But if I say it, it's that's true. Not gonna happen. Maybe maybe I'll start right this time. Like wrote a lot and then i'll be dead wrong in the nfl this week because mm. i mean i was yeah, i was i was on the nfl man, you were on all over you take out NFL thursday games. and i was on it i was yeah. all over yeah, white on rice big baby. ones how about them Bengals, man that was your big one i was, yeah, I, mean, so I was on the opposite side we're transitioning now we're transitioning yeah yeah we're good excellent i can't wait this is this was great all right so the first game we're gonna start off with the Bengals. yeah my boys if you listen to the podcast last mm. week i said i like them to cover and i even like them to win the game I threw out why I was like, Tennessee's past defense is bad. Burrow's been throwing it all around. I did, um, in last week, I talked about, I'm like, also throw money on Henry over rushing and a touchdown. He ran for 106 yards, I think, and a touchdown. Um, the other two props that I mentioned, um, I might have said Burrow over passing yards. I can't remember if I did. Um, he only threw for 250, so I think that was under. But Higgins and Boyd both were in um, – had 70 yard plus receiving days so they would have been over um or right about there so that was that was right as well but yeah they won by 11 i had them i had them in my parlay plus nine plus what yeah so you know because like i i believe that they could win this game but i wasn't gonna throw that in the parlay in case they didn't yeah, keep it safe um but they they looked good man their defense i mean they they oh they gave 112 yards to derrick henry but they they limited the possessions that tennessee had yeah so that that really helped them win, um, and I was just I was proud of my boys, man. They they made me look good, and I like that. I needed that after yeah. Thursday night. You're looking real good on that one because I I had the Titans. I thought they were going to bounce back pretty hard after that Steelers loss, and uh, you're you're all over the pass defense, and you saw a reaction. What did they do after that game? They went and traded for a cornerback. They traded yep. a sixth round pick to the Chargers for Desmond King, which is an absolute steal, by the way. Yeah, so I expect so people that are listening to this, if you are throwing money on a passing team against the Titans now, I'd I'd be a little less yeah, confident. I mean, yeah, maybe uh, they they still need some just pass a little, rush, just a little. They still need a pass what? rush, but um, 
that definitely helped, and they, that was definitely a reaction. They they know that they have a problem, and they went out and tried to fix it. So, yeah, on that Burrow, Burrow threw seventy or thirty seven times in that game. Yeah. game too. Like it, it was a passing attack. That's yeah. the thing with the Bengals they're, they're this year; they are going to throw the ball a lot. Yeah. So, um, and then the other game, the other game that I I turned out real well for is the Raiders. Yeah. Another another upset pick by your boy, um, but that game did not go at all how I thought it was going to go. Um, and I think the weather was Sloppy. a big part. You yes. guys probably saw that video Sloppy. of the uh, one of the somebody kicked the field goal. I forget which team it was, and the ball just moved pretty much the entire width of the goalpost. <laughs> like it was windy, it was swirling. It wow. and, that, and both quarterbacks. They went or Carr went fifteen for twenty four for one hundred and eleven yards, and Mayfield went twenty or twelve for twenty five for one hundred and twenty two yards. They had a combined <laughs> two hundred and thirty three yards yeah. passing. The total on the game was twenty two. That's definitely so. A it was John it was Green not a good game to game watch. Too. Like I'm not surprised. That, what was that? I'm not surprised that the Raiders won based on that kind of game because that just feels like a John Gruden like we're gonna grind this one out, boys, and we're gonna we're gonna get this done. Oh yeah, I mean, if if you were going to tell me it was like going to be a low scoring grinding game, I would take the Raiders. Yeah. Also because Cleveland, for whatever reason, can never kick field goals. So I'd also be like, yeah, I feel like they're going to run into problems oh, I, there. I know about that. Um, that lost me money. Yeah. Two weeks ago. So that was that was a good game. I don't think I had too many props in that game. Yeah, I don't think I had. I think though, I think I said one thing to look out for was Derek Carr to have a big game, and he didn't. Yeah. But no. he did outplay Baker Mayfield, which I said he would. Um, so that one's kind of half and half. Uh, Josh Jacobs ran for 129 yards, so that was. Uh, if anyone took the the over on that, um, which I didn't, I didn't, I honestly didn't think that would happen because Cleveland did have the fifth best rush defense. Um, but I mean, they gave it to him 31 times. But again, that's because of the weather. You couldn't really throw the ball. Yep. Um, let's see what other game we can talk about. Oh, uh, oh, I want to talk about the Patriots Bills game a little bit. Um, so this game, kind of ugly. Again, yeah, the Patriots probably should have won this game, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I mean, they were, Cam they were had, I mean, Cam fumbled at the 15 yard line with yeah. 40 seconds left, and they were down by three. Yeah, like this game should have gone into OT, and I think they should have won. Yeah, um, Cam also did score a touchdown, so that prop hit as well. Um, but I, I, I want to talk about not necessarily the game here, but the Patriots. I I really think that the Patriots are better than people think they are think they are right now. And they're two and five, so they're they're not good. Yeah. And they, they got blown out by San Francisco last week. Um but this game I feel like they should have won. So then they'd be two and four. And I almost feel like they should have won in Seattle if it wasn't for a terrible play call where they ran the same quarterback keep 10 times in that game and they ran it at the two-yard line. Yeah. Like for me, I was watching the game, like, that's a terrible play call. Um, but if they score there, they're four and three. And we're having a very different conversation. Everybody on ESPN would be like, oh, the Patriots, four and three, they don't need Brady. And now because of two plays, they're like, the Patriots are terrible. Is Belichick going to, you know, do it? And that's really not the case. And then Kansas City, they would have lost anyway, but they didn't have Newton. Not that he's been playing great. Denver, again, they didn't look like they haven't looked great, but I don't think they're as bad as people are saying that they are. And they're definitely not a two and five bad. 
Yeah. Now I, mean, I could be I could be completely wrong on Monday night if they go and lose to the Jets. Yeah, and they won't. But I think, I, no, I don't think they will. I think Vegas knows that they aren't really that bad though. I mean, this the line on this game was only three and a half, and if you said Bills Pats, like you're like, yeah. oh, the Bills should kill them. But you you knew like deep down divisional game Bill Belichick, it's gonna be close. The Pats might even win, and they and they almost did. yeah. We you, we talked about it last week, right? Yeah, this game I wasn't is touching be this game. right on the line. I wasn't yeah. touching this game. So, but I I I mean I don't see them making the playoffs, but I I don't think people should you know be like they're terrible because they're not. I mean they'll beat the Jets. They'll they'll maybe I don't know. I think they have a chance against Baltimore. I'm not gonna lie. I, Baltimore, I'm not loving them right now. Me I think they'll be used. I mean, they, they can win a couple more games. I think they'll get to 500 or close to it. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't start throwing throwing in the towel yet if I'm the Patriots because I think or Patriots fans or anybody you know who is looking at them because I don't. I don't think they're two and five bad. Yeah. I think they're about a 500 team, and I think they've been robbed twice. Once off of you know Cam Newton not holding the ball, and the other one is a bad play call by. Um, is Josh McDaniels still there? Yeah. See? yeah, yeah, by Josh McDaniels. Um, so that that's my takeaway from that game is that the the Patriots really aren't that bad. They're a competitive football team, and they've just been on the the wrong side of a couple calls. Um, Colts Lions. That was um, as a Colts fan, I was happy to watch that. And my the prop of AP under however many yards. I mean, the man had the leading rusher, the leading rusher on Detroit had eleven yards. Wow, and it was Agnew. I don't even know. I don't Agnew if that's how you pronounce his last name. But he had one carry for eleven yards. Stafford had one carry for ten yards. Peterson had five carries for seven yards, and Swift had six carries for one yard. Wow. I wish there was a prop where it was like all of the like total rushing for the game was twenty nine yards <laughs> for the for the Lions. Like that's take, not good. Take every Lions running back under. Yeah, but Although, maybe except for Stafford, know. maybe Stafford yeah. was over. Ag- Agnew might have been over too. <laughs> but yeah, Peter Peterson, or if you took a running back um, on Detroit, you took him under there. You you won that easily. You weren't sweating at all. Um, I'm looking forward to the Colts Ravens game. We'll talk about that on Friday. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that game because I think that'll be a, a very good game to watch. Uh, moving on from that game to the the game that ruined my parlay, Chuck. Little Packers Vikings. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, four TDs. I think he had like fifty fantasy points in one league. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna, just I'm going to be honest. I just I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, um, I thought the Packers would win convincingly. I mean, probably by like double digits. I had him at negative two and a half for my alternate line. Um, but I mean, it was tied at halftime. Then they just gave up fourteen points in the third quarter. And I mean, I I couldn't watch the game. I was on a flight actually, you know, down to the FL. But um. It, I was I was a little surprised. Now, I know Dalvin Cook's back, but still, like I I just didn't see this coming. And I think it's one of those anomaly games. Kind of yeah, like if I mean, they played the, again, they wouldn't. They, this would not be the result because Aaron Rodgers played well, almost threw for three hundred yards, three TDs. Um, but I don't know. I was just I was just kind of sad when I saw this game. What Kirk Cousins threw the ball like fifteen times. <laughs> It was eleven for fourteen for one hundred and sixty yards. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I mean, as the Packers, you just you can't lose that game when you're no. The other you team you have to make Kirk Cousins throw the ball. Yeah, like, like even if you're going to put eight in the box, do? put eight in the box to yeah. stop Dalvin Cook. I don't understand. So I don't know. Packers. Uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of a weird fishy. one for me to yeah. be honest. Um, 
I don't know, I just didn't have much. I was just kind of disappointed there. Yeah. Um, I mean, Dalvin Cook did run the ball three times, so they were, they were kind of just doing what Minnesota did, except it worked for them. Um, but if, you, if you're the Packers, you can't let them run the ball 30 times for 163 yards and three touchdowns with Dalvin Cook. You have to load the box. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what they're doing. That's Kirk just, Cousins has not had had a great year. I would if he if Kirk Cousins threw for three hundred and fifty yards and four touchdowns and beat you, great. Yeah. Let, let him Fine. try. <laughs> but whatever. So that game kinda of pissed me off a little bit, but also sad. The other the other game that um I was shocked by mm-hmm. was the Dolphins Rams game. Mm. How about Tua? Now, his first win. I Tua did nothing. I would like yeah, everyone to I just did nothing. Nope. He did nothing. He threw he for ninety three yards. He threw for under a hundred yards in an NFL game. And granted, he got the win, and it was you know exciting. But yeah, sports and everybody's like, Tua got his first win. I'm like, no, the defense got that win. Yeah. That was an entirely defensive game. Like I'm, I'm going to read off the touchdowns that the that the Dolphins had. Tua did throw a touchdown pass. Threw a three yarder to Devontae Parker. Good for him. First touchdown. Proud of the guy. I like Tua. He's a lefty like myself. Makes me proud. Second quarter, 78-yard fumble return touchdown. Next touchdown, 80-yard punt return. And then they had a one-yard run. You take away those that fumble return. You, I mean, you take away that fumble return and they just kick a field goal, you know? Then it's... They have twenty points. Then they beat the and you take away that punt return and they beat the they beat the Dolphins. Yeah. That game was won purely by Miami's defense, and I was shocked. Jared Goff had a terrible game. I think he only had like hundred and sixty yards passing at halftime and like two picks yeah. and no touchdowns and a, and two fumbles. Like there was there were so many turnovers. Short week. At, Monday Night Football coming coming back. Yeah, I mean, I know the they're flying across the country still, but I mean, yeah, to Miami, you can't. You can't do that. Like you no, can't I mean, allow you pump to, returns like that. Because be I, I watched the pump return. They're just. It wasn't like the returner did anything special. He just ran down the sideline. They just didn't tackle. Him. So that game was that game was a little weird for me again. Um, I, I mean the Dolphins' defense has been looking promising. Again, I don't. Yeah. I still don't understand why they took out Fitzpatrick because he was doing so well. Um, but I mean, their their past three games, they've kept San Francisco to seventeen, New York had zero, and the Rams had seventeen. And then, I mean, the defense won that game. So, I I kind of like the game that one that intrigues me is the is Arizona Miami next week. Oh, I think that'll ooh. be a very interesting game because Arizona, Arizona Arizona very high powered offense. You know, a lot yeah. a lot of moving parts, but Miami's defense is like they've been playing decent. So I I turn into that game. Um, Kyler versus Tua. That's fun. Yeah, Kyler versus Tua. I mean, I think Kyler's going to win that battle on the stat sheet for sure. Mm -hmm. But I don't know who's going to win that game um, points wise. We'll talk about that on Friday. We will. We'll talk. We'll get into all this on Friday. Um, And then the last last game that I think I wanted to talk about for now, and then I'll let you take over the afternoon games. Was the uh, now I'll talk about the Chargers in a little bit. God, the Chargers. Um, yeah, but one. was the the Jets Chiefs game? Okay. Now, granted, the Chiefs are great. Jets suck. But the one thing that I'm throwing this out for the betters out there because I did this myself a couple weeks ago. I threw out some money on the Jets going 0 and 16. I think the odds were plus 260. Mm. 
not bad. Those are fantastic odds. Yeah. Because the only games that I could even see them winning, see, like somehow winning, is maybe against the Browns, which is week second week of the season, and maybe maybe this week against the Patriots, and do, that's it. Do they have the Patriots twice? They have Patriots twice. But the last one's at Foxborough, and I don't think they're going to yeah, win Foxborough in the last game of the season. Depending how the Patriots season's going. Because it, the last week of the season's always really weird because then you sit people, you don't sit people. Right. Yeah, so that, um, they could screw you over with a week 17. Man. Yeah, but I I love the Jets to go in 16. Like, I, I don't think they will win another game. Or win a game. That's... Maybe the Browns. But again, the Browns, that'll second week of the season, the Browns will be in the playoff push. So they'll be, they'll be yeah. playing hard. So I, I don't even see them winning that game. But what I'm what I'm gonna do is I might throw you know a little money uh, money line this week on the Jets just in case they do somehow um, beat the Patriots. But I, I don't think they will. Um, it's just one of those kind of just in case things. But yeah, that's that's my takeaway from that from that game yeah. in general. Is just the Jets look terrible, and I think they're gonna go on sixteen. So now you're you're the big you're the big four twenty five guy. So what do we what do we got here from from yeah, last week? A couple things I I didn't love too many things. I obviously loved the Titans and I was off on that. But I also loved my favorite bet of the week for the NFL was the Seahawks um, minus three against the Forty ers I thought that that point was a little low. I thought the Seahawks would bounce back from that from that tough loss to the Cardinals and and they went in there took care of business. I know Jimmy G got hurt, um, but. I mean, Russell Wilson did Russell Wilson things. This this dude should really be the MVP of of the league so far this year. I would say. Yeah, he, he's looking good. Met Metcalf is an absolute unit. Oh so God. I mean, I don't see many DBs stopping that yeah. man. That man he's is a crazy. is an alien. He's the he's a new Megatron basically, and I've seen that all over sports media. And all they've needed is a is a defense, and you know they made a trade for Carlos Dunlap. That might that might help. I mean they they haven't been able to get to the quarterback, so maybe maybe that that turns them around. But God, I love Russell Wilson, and I'll I'll keep betting the Seahawks. I I like him again this week. And, hey, the other thing, betting the Seahawks, any good team that they face, take the over. Yeah. Even if they're off, even if the good team's offense isn't like I mean, even, that explosive, yeah. take the over. Even even this game, Nick Mullins comes in and puts up a couple touchdowns after Jimmy G gets hurt. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're just their defense is terrible. Yeah. And uh, if Russell Wilson was not having the season that he's having, this team would have four losses. Oh, that's the thing. It's all him. I mean, he has to yeah. be MVP because that's the only reason they're they're relevant and good. Yeah. They've they've made one good play all year, and it was against Cam Newton. Yeah, on defense. That was it. And then, and Jamal Adams coming back is big too. I think he's been kind of banged up. So yeah, that that does help dramatically. Um, another one I liked: the Eagles versus Ben Ben Denucci, Ben Denucci. Ben Denucci, not ben, not ben not, not my boy, not yeah, my boy. He's, he he ain't it because um, yeah. not not a lot to talk about there. I mean, the Eagles will win that division. I think I still think Carson Wentz is a little a little underrated. I think he's doing the best yeah, I mean, he can. He only threw he only threw for 123 yards in that game against a terrible yeah, Dallas so, defense. Oh, okay. Um, but that no, I mean he's not. I don't know if he's underrated or overrated. I think some people like he has times when people are underrating him, and then times people overrate him. Yeah, he's but, getting a lot of hate right now. But it was just it was just another one of those weird games, you know. Yeah. Where it was just like it was just weird to watch. Yeah, just um, just trash really. Yeah, although I did have I did have one player prop from that game. Um, it was Boston Scott over on rushing yards, and he did rush for seventy yards. So. Nice. 
That one hit you're, again. You were killing um, with the props that was, on Sunday, man. That was my only prop for that game. But, yeah, the props were looking good. Um, Hopping on some props. We had some – when you talk about the, the Raiders – or not the Raiders, the Ravens Steelers, we had one in there that was good. Um, yeah, Lamar over. But Lamar over. I think he ran for 60-something yeah. or 70 yards. I watched so that was, that, every bit of that game. That was a pretty good game. Um, yeah, see, I didn't I didn't watch that game at all, but I, I watched some highlights and I I, I wasn't loving the the Ravens, me neither. dude. I, I don't like them so much right now. I think after that game, I I liked them before and now I don't. I like them to beat most of the teams in the AFC, but then they get to the top and they just they just don't stand a chance because the better teams have figured out Lamar, and they're just yeah not he, doing enough there. To, he only threw for 208 yards and two picks and two TDs. He's very limited. Um, Hollywood Brown only had one catch for three or one catch for three yards and a touchdown. They, they can't stretch the field at all. No, they they can't. No they should be able to because they're fast. And as Lamar, you sh- if I mean, you're that, Lamar, yeah. you should have the ability to bring That's the linebackers up because you have to run the because you, you're the threat to run. Well, and they were, they were uh, running all over the Steelers in, in their car. Oh yeah, I mean if they didn't turn they the ball over. They 265 yards rushing. Dobbins had 113. Edwards had 87, and Lamar had 65. I mean, so they, they did run all of them. But Lamar threw a pick six to start the game, and the series didn't score again until like the third quarter. Yeah. So I mean, they were really dominating the game, but I mean, it's just Lamar's downfall. Lamar, I think Lamar lost in that game. He he did. He had he definitely had his ups and downs. Um. So I I don't like that I don't like the Ravens against any really good team or good defense. That's why I we'll get to this on Friday. But I do like the Colts over the Ravens um, next week or this week. So, but yeah, Lamar did have sixty five yards rushing. Um, so I believe on most um, player props that wasn't over. So that was another you know good defense quarterback's going to run um, player prop. So that was good that that hit. Um, and. Yeah, was that? And then, I mean, is that all the games that we? Oh, the Chargers. Oh, Chargers. And Monday Night Football. Right, well, I would like to point out for the Chargers game that <laughs> I would take that oh, last play ten Chargers. out of ten times. Poor Chargers. Like if you're like if you're like the, if you're like the line is three and a half, and they're up by five or six. What are they up by five? Yeah, up by six. Um, and Drew Locke has to make a game-winning play from the three-yard line. I'd be like, okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Like I'll take the charges in that pretty much every time. And Drew Locke made a great play. Power and their team. wide receiver, nice toe touch. Can't get mad at that. But the over did cover. I know I had the over in that game. Um, I said that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and I would have taken because uh, I said I also said take the Chargers over points because I think their over was like twenty seven or something. They had what thirty. Yep. Yeah, that was over, and then the the spread would have hit um, if Locke didn't make that throw. So that game went pretty pretty close to how I thought it would be. Like I knew Denver would put up points against the Chargers defense. I didn't think the Chargers would blow another sixteen point lead. Yeah, I saw. Um, I didn't see that one coming. I thought it would be you know they'd have like a, they'd finish the game up by ten or seven or something like that. Yeah. Um, but they blew it. So you know didn't see that coming. But the rest of the game. Um, it's pretty much what I said last week. Um, if you threw a lot of money on that, I know I said I love the Chargers to win and cover. Um, I apologize. You should probably um, go beat up Drew Locke. Yeah, you know, that was... you just can't trust the Chargers, I think, at this point. I mean, I think I saw they blew yeah. – in the last four games, they've blown 71 points worth of leads. Yeah, like, dude, for those people that are live betting the Chargers, 
Oh, genius. Genius. They're out here the playing chess sport. while we're all playing chess. This dude. Yeah, you and I out here, you know, starting this amateur, <laughs> professional amateur betting. They are over there, you know, raking it. Ooh, millions. the Chargers have a lead. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get it. Bet. They're about to Bet. lose. <laughs> Hype. But, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I have for, you know, these Sunday. I mean, overall, Sunday was pretty good. Yeah, um, a lot of upsets. I didn't, didn't, didn't hit my big parlay of the week um, because of the Packers yeah, and, the, and the Rams, but – I mean, can't can't be too. I was all my ta- I, I felt good about all my takes. They all played out pretty pretty close to how I thought I would. So, not upset by that in any means. But uh, should we should we move on to uh, a little little Thursday night football this week? Yeah, we got we got the 49ers Packers coming up. Uh, a lot of news been spilling out about this one. COVID related stuff. Jimmy G's out. George Kittle's out. Um, a couple key wide receivers are out for the 49ers because of COVID. They had to close down their facility today. So the line's been all going all over the place. I think it opened at like Green Bay minus three and a half, and now it's up to like seven or so or nine. Yeah, I I have it at seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is one of those games where it's going to be tough. Um, I, yeah, I have no idea, man. Yeah, I, I I really do like Green Bay to win this game, and I like them to cover as well. I think they'll win by more than a touchdown. They do. They have the third best um, offense, like points per game offense. They're averaging thirty one um, a game. Uh, San Francisco's defense has been pretty hit or miss, and I think I mean yeah. the the Packers defense isn't great. I mean they're just um, so banged they, up they, though. They, they got... just they, they gave up over you know the Dalvin cook thing, which is why I the, my player prop of this game. If I had to pick one, um, what's that? What's that? You said his name earlier. I can't ha- remember his hasty? name. Hasty. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Hasty, hasty or something that yeah, the running back for the, uh, the Niners. Yeah, that, that's um, I like him over in this game. And I think, I think he will run for 70, maybe 80 yards or, or more. Um, the Packers haven't been able to slur the run. Um, and with Mullins at quarterback, they're going to want to run it more. Yeah, and they got nobody to throw to right now. Everybody's out. Yeah, I, literally everyone. I will think that that will slow the pace of the game down. Um, so they also don't want Rodgers to get so many possessions. Um, which, like, part of me wants to put Rodgers over um, his pass total or over the over under for passing, but at the same time, I don't know if he'll get enough um, throws. I don't know if we'll get enough possessions. So, but the other one, the other one is Devontae Adams. Um, oh, he's, he's been killing been it. Torching, torching the league since he's been back, and I don't think the, the Niners, with all the injuries and the COVID, are going to be able to stop him on defense because their their defense has been hit or miss. And I think this game coming up is going to be a miss. Um, so I would I would take Devontae Adams over receiving as long as it's not you know ridiculously high. It might be. Um, and I, I'd even take him for a touchdown as well. I think he oh, will find the end. Yeah. yeah. So overall, wrapping this game up, Chuck. I I mean I'm not overly confident in it, but. You know, just yeah. because of all the COVID and, you know, being at Thursday Night Football. We all know how well I did at Thursday Night Football last week. You know what I like to say? Thursdays are weird. I know it's... Thursdays are weird. Thursdays are weird. So, yeah, this this is one of those. I, I probably will not throw... Actually, I can't throw on it myself. Uh, Florida does not allow sports betting. So, I'm, I'm stuck down here. I'm cut off. <laughs> cut me off, Chuck. <laughs> I'm upset. I'm upset. So, I might be calling in favors uh, for Saturday and Sunday, but... um. Yeah, Packers, Packers, Niners. It, it, I feel like it's going to be a weird one. Um, I'd also look at the weather for anyone betting it. I, I haven't looked at it yet, but I, I think the weather, you know, especially if, it's, if Aaron Rodgers is going to try to air raid it, 
weather could come into play, but that, that's all I got for that one. Yeah. Nothing nothing yeah. too crazy. I, I like the Packers too. I'm a big bounce back bounce back back guy, so I think they'll bounce back pretty hard this week and, and maybe cover the seven. Now we got uh moving to got a little Friday night college football that Friday we're gonna talk about. Action. I'm BYU boys. pretty pretty excited. How how are you feeling about this? We, we got, got a, two good games. We got a ranked a ranked matchup and, and Miami NC State. Yeah, it's not bad. A couple good games on Friday night. Might be having to tune into some college football and get ready for the weekend. Yeah. I'm I'm mostly interested in the, the BYU Boise State Me game. Too. Are do you have do you have anything are you looking at the Miami NC State at all really or not so much? Oof, not really. It's, it's just a couple, you know, your classic ACC teams. Miami yeah, is ten and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't even know which way I'm leaning. I, I wouldn't touch that one. Me too. That that game just doesn't intrigue me at all. Um, like I'm I'm not confident either way. Both teams fall kind of in the middle um, on you know statistics and like none. There's no big difference really. There's no big mismatch that I'm seeing either. Um, so that that could be one of the games where you know it, it could be right at the line. It could be you know a 10, 11 point Miami win. Yeah. Um, and I just I do not want to even flirt with those because then it's, then you really have just have fifty fifty shot on you know do they get that extra point or not so I mean I'm I'm gonna leave that one alone um, I'll, I might watch it though you know it's seven thirty on a Friday night but yeah. we'll see ACC uh, but the, the the game that I do want to talk about here Chuck with you and our our audience is BYU Boise State this is the biggest test that both these teams will face this year yeah. what are, what are your thoughts right off the gate. Uh, Boise's only played two games. BYU, the Zach Wilson kid's pretty legit. I think they're they're for real. I don't I don't know how the defense is. I don't know how Boise's defense is. They just let up thirty points to Air Force. So and it's in Boise. I don't know. I think this will be a good game, close game, but I think BYU pulls it out by, you know, touchdown, ten points. That's that's my initial initial thoughts. I don't know about you. Yeah, you know, your your initial thoughts are pretty much right in line with my researched thoughts because I've, I've done a, done some research on this game. And Boise State, I mean, has not played anyone good. And neither has BYU. Like, neither team has played anyone decent. Yeah. The best team that BYU has played is Houston. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But Boise State's first two games against Utah State and against Air Force, they scored 42 and then 49. They also gave up 30 points to Air Force, but they run the triple option – their offense is a little bit different than kind of every every team that you're going to see, with the exception of like Army and Navy. So that one's kind of an anomaly. Um, but BYU has played no one. Um, they their best team, like I said, was Houston, and um, Cincinnati will play Houston on Saturday. Um, and BYU won by 17 at Houston. And then other than that, they played Navy, Troy, Louisiana Tech, Texas, uh, San Antonio, Texas State, and Western Kentucky. Nice. So this is this is a tough one for me to bet spread-wise just because neither team has faced the solid team. Now, the, the only reason why I'm leaning to BYU here in this game is because BYU has played seven games. Yeah. Boise State has played two. Right, exactly. And warmed up. I think that's going to make a dramatic difference. In the in the result here, I uh, I have some some nice statistics here, but um, BYU I mean BYU's ninth in total defense. They haven't played anybody. B- Boise State's 99th in rushing defense. 
but they played Air Force. Boise State's 23rd total in defense. BYU is 11th. Like, I was looking at the stats, and I'm like, these honestly mean nothing for this game. Yeah. Because neither team has played a notable opponent. Yeah. So, Chuck, the, the, only, the only bet in this game that I like, and I like this bet a lot, some might say I borderline love it, is the over. <laughs> the, the over's at 61 at? right now. Okay. Yeah. So I like that too. That's that's a thirty to thirty one game. Which both I, teams I both see. teams average forty some points. Yeah. I almost dropped a score prediction in there when I was talking about my initial thoughts and I was I was gonna go I don't know, forty five, thirty four. Yeah. I mean, it that, feels like that kind of sounds game. like something that could easily happen. It feels like a big twelve kind of a game, just shootouts back and forth. I don't see I don't see either of these teams staying in the twenties. Yeah. Just I mean, two high-powered offenses. Yeah, Houston. Houston put up twenty something against BYU. Texas, Texas, San Antonio put up twenty. So this this is one of those games where I just think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. If anybody's listening to this, I think the over is a great bet. I I mean, I, I wouldn't throw the house on it, but I'd, I'd put a notable, you know, a sizable amount on it. Um, and I, I think I honestly think it's going to be a good game. Whoever whoever comes out on top is going to win, obviously, and. I, I just think it's going to be a good high-scoring game. should be a good football game. You have to see. I think it's going to be show if BYU is for real or not. Yeah, no, I mean, this is their this is their true test to prove they're they're really a top-10 team. I mean, ranked ranked ninth right now, and they can really compete with the big boys and, and be that, that non-Power 5. You know, we're, we're between them and Cincinnati right now is the, the top non-Power 5. I, I think they do have to win this game by more than seven to like be convincing to have a shot in the college football playoff. Um, yeah. They can't win it by three. No, they can't no. win it by – definitely can't win it by one. But they, they have to convincingly win this game. Yeah, we talked about it earlier. I could see Cincinnati sneaking in. I, I, can't, I couldn't see BYU sneaking in, not with this schedule. Um, even if they go and crush Boise, I would, I would think. I don't think they can sneak in. But but as a top nine power five, I mean, maybe a, maybe a New Year's six if Cincinnati loses somewhere down the road. Yeah, that, that, I would I would enjoy that that bowl game, uh, BYU Cincinnati bowl game, because BYU's got a, you know really big high powered offense, Cincinnati with that good defense. I think that could be yeah, um, that would be a great game, a great bowl game. Yeah, so I'm I'm rooting for that. Uh, but yeah, B- BYU Boise State overall, I think BYU is a better team purely based on experience here. But I mean, I wouldn't throw any money on it, but I would definitely throw on the over. Like so. It. Um, I mean, that wraps up week eight recap. I think we're that is week eight recap. Um, you want you want to talk about your boy DJ Ukulele a little bit more before we head off, or oh man, about I mean, uh, our differences? We'll, I know we'll we, we said we circle back to that. And I'm sure, the, I'm sure the viewers are or the listeners are waiting on it. You gotta wait for my my spicy take. Um, dude, I mean, have you seen him throw the ball? Did you watch any of that game? Dude, that man is a big man. He is massive. His arm talent is ridiculous. It might be better than Trevor's. I mean, no, he's, I, I get his he's talent inexperienced. But yeah, okay. He's, keep going, keep going, continue. He's, he's talented, if if not more talented than Trevor. I I agree. I completely agree. And I know it's it's early, and I'm getting a little excited just because I I saw him play, and he and he and he looked pretty good. I mean, he missed a couple throws. I was watching that game, and he he definitely missed some throws that I think Trevor would have made. But I just don't think. All right, and I'll I'm gonna talk about this more on Friday, um, with my with my parlay bet. Or uh, with my favorite bets of the week, but the line moved from 
at Notre Dame, Clemson favored by 14.5 to 5.5 just because Trevor's out. And I just don't think that Trevor versus DJ is worth nine points. I just don't. I don't think we lose that much. I, I get the experience thing. I get going on the road to Notre Dame. That's a, that's a, that's a big spot to put a young kid in. Um, but I've, I liked what I saw. I really did. I, I'm a little, I mean, I, I do agree that he is one of the best talents, um, in the, in the, in college football, especially as a freshman. And I think he could be, he could have more talent than Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Um, but I don't think that like, I'm just saying that if somehow Trevor Lawrence could not play the rest of the season, right. Yeah. And you had to start DJ. I don't think Clemson's winning a national championship. And I, it's because, like, I think they'd make the playoff, yes, but I think they'd, they'd lose to either Ohio State or um, Alabama. Because yeah. at that point, you're, you're going to compare offenses. And I'm, I'm going to take a Justin Fields offense, especially after last year, over a DJ offense. Even with Travis Etienne, and I, I just think that he is a great quarterback, yes, but experience-wise, he needs it more. And Tre- Trevor Lawrence did win his freshman year. Right, yeah, he went down, he beat everybody, and everyone was like, "Oh, what's going on?" But I don't know. I didn't see it against Boston College. Again, again, their defense didn't play great, but they they're, yeah. they didn't look. You know, it wasn't anything special. And if I just don't see him right now having the same impact on the Clemson offense than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and I mean that's a fair point because I mean you bring up Trevor winning in his freshman year. That team around Trevor was way better. I oh, it's fantastic! It was incredible. This team than this year's team, especially with Justin yeah. Ross out. We we got some young receivers in there that are that again. We got a lot of talent out there. I mean, we're recruiting all over the place. But you know, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, maybe maybe winning the national championship with DJ the rest of the year. Let, let's say it's not going to happen hypothetically. Is a is a hot take, but I just don't think we we lose that much. I think we, you know, we still keep it close with those teams. I think we I think we handle Notre Dame easily, and I think we we could beat. We're capable of beating Bama and Ohio State even with DJ. He's that talented to me. Well, we will be both watching that Clemson Notre Dame oh, game, so uh, Notre Dame game on Saturday. That'll be a good game, so and we'll you'll hear about us. We'll talk more about it on Friday in yep. our. Week nine for um, NFL, and our next episode that'll cover our predictions and props for the weekend. Deep into the Um, weekend, deep dive into the week on a Friday. I'm excited. Oh, I'm I'm very excited. I'm Pac-12 football is back. Colorado's going to lose their first game of the season. I'm excited. Good weekend of college football this week. NFL, we'll see, but college football's looking real nice. Oh yeah. And I, I am excited for my weekly Jaeger bomb as well. I know everyone Ooh, listening should be coming. too. It's coming. Hey, Jaeger bomb's record is one and zero, baby. One and zero, bat a thousand on Let's the go Razorbacks, bombs. baby. Go Razorbacks. Razorbacks and the Bearcat bandwagon. That's those are the hop the right, props. We, we are. Now. Those are our two favorite teams on the props here. <laughs> so. All right. Well, uh, I think we'll we'll sign off for now, and we'll uh, we'll see you guys back here Friday. Thanks for listening. Hop on, hop on the props while we hop on the Bearcat and Razorback bandwagon. There's a lot of hopping going on in the props. And, hey, most of it, I'd like to point out that I was, I think I was above 
90 percent. i'm looking at my props right now that i had yeah. from last week the props were and I, I think on, i, I went either eight for eight or eight for nine if you take out thursday night so so back in friday because or saturday by the time it comes out friday night it'll be out but Seth's, and get those prop bets in baby that's yeah. where you win that's where you win find those, those good props ones. are looking tasty oh so tasty, tasty speaking props. of tasty i'm gonna go eat some ice cream chuck so i'll have to catch you on friday all right all right, over and out to the prop listeners. Tell your friends, your family. Yep. Get the prop Spread bandwagon the going. We need a little prop bandwagon going. All right, signing off for now. Episode two in the books. Peace. Pop the props. <laughs> Stop.